I don't know. I think we're back live. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see. It's going to be a new stream. The other stream died when the power went out. So if I can find it. You guys, I don't know if you're out there. Uh, I don't think anybody's out there yet. But you got it. Yep. Try to find it myself. Uh, live. Live. I want to go to the studio. Studio. That's you live. I think you are on the line. Let everybody else get back on. He's back on. Fabric's back on. Wow. So if you guys are there, if you guys are there, you're coming back. It's got a power surge, power outage, the whole block. Good craziness. It doesn't seem like the storm is that bad out. I don't know. Brought D all the way downstairs. Came all the way downstairs to see what's going on because we lost power, lost everything. Everything went down. Lucky the coffee was hot. You know, some right here. Some right here. Got some coffee. But we're talking about Veterans Day when you guys all decided to turn my power off. Uh, so, yeah, not, talk, not talking about your buddy that went off and came right back. We're talking about those guys that served one tour, did one, one or did 20 years. The computer did not like dropping like that. No. Doesn't like, no. Doesn't, doesn't like that. So, they will celebrate Veterans Day. This is for veterans, folks that served, folks that went out, joined the service, whatever service, I guess even Space Force now, and did their time. That's who we're honored today. Memorial Day, on the other hand, is not for folks that are alive. It's for those folks that lost their lives in the service. So, today's the day you walk around and you tell people thank you for your service, that kind of stuff, not on Memorial Day. If you're thanking folks then, it's not, not actually appropriate. And probably shouldn't do that. What's wrong? Yeah. You had to get a cup behind the curtain. Kind of crazy morning. Crazy morning uh, out here. So let's do the intro and get on with things. It's got everything in it. It's ready to go. It's got Kramer and everything. You can take whatever you want. <coughs> I had a frog in my throat since yesterday. So I apologize. So the article, first thing we're going to talk about today is this this guy that came out. The, the article's in your show notes. This cat came out, and he came up with this idea that we should look at security as a game. So he says, stop thinking of cybersecurity as a problem. Think of it as a game. And things have changed overnight with COVID. We've got a change in the way we do things. And we can't really go by the old adages. And his point is is pretty well taken. Um, what? Oh, don't, everything's fine. You didn't lose power again. So it's the old adage is is, is not somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. It's just ongoing. Every day you have to go in and fight the good fight. And that's really what he's saying. It's talking about changes in the paradigm. You know, work from home isn't new, but it's suddenly at scale. And that's one of the things that we need to worry about is how do we deal with this? Another thing is we've done a good job getting off 
to this work, new work from home. We, we've had the structure in place for a while, but now we're really using it. It really came overnight. Um, it's introduced new phishing schemes. It's introduced new problems. We've got now, instead of being behind the hard walls of the, the corporate infrastructure, now we're at home and we have hundreds or thousands of offices instead of one. So it's exposing things like weak infrastructure, weak management of systems, weak configurations, unpatched systems, all these things that are have been out there, but they've been kind of protected and now they're exposed. So he's got some points. Invest in security teams, get you good people, make sure they're qualified, they're ready to go and they, they know what they're doing. Map your attack surface, know what your environment looks like. You got to know where you're at on the playing field and do some type of threat modeling. Figure out, he says, even the best companies miss something, but the more you can anticipate, the better um, the better than prepare to plan for investigating and attacking quickly and developing a triage system, pl create playbooks and run drills. So you know how to do the roles Makes sense. all makes sense. We do things like a, like a sports team, like a football team, like a baseball team, like a basketball team, have the plays ready to go, have the, know what your opponent is going to do. We think about football teams and basketball teams and baseball teams. They watch, footage of the other teams playing so they know what their strengths and their weaknesses are. We should know the strengths and weaknesses of our opponent and our opponent's the bad guy, whether they're the hacktivist or the script kitty or the state-sponsored attacker. And that's what he's saying here. Um, update the old and roll out the new. You know, If you need to, create a mobile app that's going to help people work better. Um, if you need to, move to the cloud. I know people, a lot of people move to the cloud. Moving to the cloud makes a lot of sense now. Um, you know, don't have that same old infrastructure. Maybe it's a time to move. Support your team. Make sure you have the right team in place. And it's hard. You got to train them. You got to provide training. You got to provide opportunities for growth. But you've also got to, to weed out those, those folks that can't make it. If folks are on your team and you're keeping them around just because they're nice people, you, you got to find ways to move them on, maybe to another job, maybe within the company, somewhere else. But they're on your security team. And they're not doing a, a good job of it. You need to move them. But cultivate your team. Make them good. Give them the training they need. Give them the experiences they need. Give them leadership and opportunity to move forward. <clears throat> and live to play another day. Get through today. Um, plan for tomorrow. Right. He finishes out and said, in many ways, this shift to digital has been a in progress for a long time. However, because it was never a necessity, the transformation lagged or stalled from a lack of resources and it moved down the priority list. But today we have, we see stalled out initiatives being finally implemented, the plans that have been in place, and COVID is now forcing it to get done. So we're moving to this world of distributed computing. And I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing we're moving to more people being remote, more people working from home getting out of the urban centers, get people out of the places where they've got to commute hours every day. I say hours, some places, LA, DC, Chicago, Dallas. There's a lot of places where your commute is in hours, not minutes. Um, so get people to where they can have a better quality of life, support the teams, grow your teams, look at it like a, look at it like a game, like a sport. Um, know your enemy, know yourself and be ready for it. So that's kind of the rundown of your article today. There's more to read. You can get it in your show notes. That's where you can check it out. I didn't make sure my PowerPoint didn't go all wonky when we went. 
crazy. Um, so make sure that we're in the same. There we go. Get that off of there. Got problems every morning, it seems like. Why? Why do we have these problems? So this morning we're going to talk about this. We've seen this this little uh, image a lot, right? This is a this is what people a lot of people say is the first computer bug, right? A lot of people talk about Grace Hopper. Grace Hopper was a great person, and she gets credit for the first computer bug. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about is that is that the truth? Is Grace Hopper actually responsible for the first bug in technology? And I get, can't run my mouse because it's Apple and it's junk. Um, so let's see if we can't change my shape. They go to square. And that way I can move closer to the edge. Let's move closer over this edge because I'm kind of shaped like that. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about the first computer bug. We're talking about computer bugs because we're talking about talking about vulnerabilities today. Bugs are vulnerabilities, right? So this is a bug in the machine. <clears throat> this is the logbook from the, the Mark II, the Harvard Mark II, and it was credited to Grace Hopper, right? So Grace Hopper, <clears throat> December 9th, 1906 to January 1st, 1992. She was a rear admiral in the Navy. Um, she created Flowmatic and she inspired COBOL. COBOL? COBOL. And she's part of the team that created the Univac One computer. Got lots of lots of other stuff she did too. Great uh, person, right? So here's what she looks like. Here's the here's her logbook. Uh, 3:45 p.m. September 9th, 1947. She was using the Harvard Mark II calculator, and she noted between the the points on relay 70 on panel F, there was a bug, and she put it in her logbooks and just just noted. That this was a bug, and she's credited many times with creating the first computer bug, or the first use of the term "bug" in electronics or bugs in computers. And I've, I've thought this for a long, long time. I thought this was the case. She created, she created, she created the term "bug." She coined that term. But come to find out, lo and behold, bad way back. In 1878, Thomas Edison had a problem um, with his telephone when he was working on his phone. And he wrote this uh, in a note uh, in 1878. He said he noticed, he called it the bug of the genius Colbellum. And that's, that's doesn't it, don't look, that, that look, don't look it up, that bug doesn't exist. It's not, it's just a problem with the system that he called it bug. Uh, you're partly correct. I did find a bug, and then quotes, in my apparatus, but it was not the telephone proper. It was in of the genus Colbellum. The insect appears to find conditions for ex ex existence in the call apparatus of telephones. So he, back in 78, he was calling, he was using the term bug, even though it was just, wasn't an actual bug like Admiral Hopper found here. <clears throat> but it le adds lineage to this term bug. So she found a natural bug. It was between the points. Back then, the relays, you know, were mechanical relays, and they closed with electromagnetic electromagnetic circuit and created the electronic uh, circuit. Bug got between them, so it couldn't close correctly. So that was the problem. That was the bug in her computer. But way back here, we had a bug that was just a problem, and 
and Edison was using this term way back in 1878. So we think maybe, maybe Edison is the one that termed the, the term, coined the term bug. But if we go back even a little further, 1843, Ada Lovelace. So Ada Lovelace, if you don't know who she is, she wrote what many consider the first computer program and is often cited as the first computer program, although that's contested by a lot of people in the programming world. Um, this is back in 1843. She was an English mathematician and a writer. She worked with Charles Babbage. Um, she was actually a mentor under Charles Babbage. She did a lot of uh, translating his work, a lot of work uh, documenting what he did. He's actually considered to be one of the first people that the father of computers, right? Um, he worked on Charles Babbage's proposed mathematical general purpose computer way back in 1843. Um, one of the things they say, uh, all but one of the programs cited in her notes had been prepared by Babbage from three to seven years earlier. But the exception was prepared by Babbage for her, although she did detect a bug in it. And that's when she used the term bug. Not only is there no evidence that Ada ever prepared a program for analytical for the analytical in it, in it engine. Oh, Ada never. <laughs> Not only is there no evidence that Ada prepared a program for the analytical engine, but her correspondence with Babbage shows that she did not have the knowledge to do so. Um, so I don't know. She's credited with a lot of things, Ada Lovelace. So we can think back all the way back to 1843 and uh, talk about Ada Lovelace. I don't know. Do I talk too slow? Talk too fast? You were talking too fast. You said that. Talk too fast. That D's tell D's telling me I'm talking too fast. Let me slow down. Yeah. Drink some more coffee. Let you listen. Drink coffee doesn't slow you down. It pumps you up. Yep. <laughs> so I think we can go back. We can look at this and we can say, okay, the computer bug. We can think about the computer bug. I think, I think we can solidly give this to Grace Hopper. Um, Edison was using the term bug, but I think he probably goes back to 1843. Um, this bug in the code um, that Ada Lovelace kind of used that term way back, way back when. So I think we give, my thought is we give Ada Lovelace the coinage for the term bug. That's what I'm thinking. I'll let you guys let me know. What do you think? What do you think, Alex? Uh, where is my... This mouse is going to drive me crazy. Did Ada design the paper glove? I don't know. Did she? I always got to... I don't know if Alex is serious or not when he asks questions. never know with Alex. I don't know. I don't see anything that says she created the paperclip, Alex. I don't see anything. If you got something on that, let me know. Richard, good morning. Good, good morning. And um, get Eric way back up here. Say good morning, Eric. Where Where is Eric? There's Eric. So good morning, folks. I know we had a shorter show today. Normally, these have been running long. We're jumping into vulnerabilities. So generally on Wednesday, these are vulnerabilities. We'll jump into something historical like this so you know the terms we're using when we talk about bugs. Now you know 
Ada, Love, Ada Lovelace kind of coined the term way back in 1843. Grace Hopper Admiral, Rear Admiral Grace Hopper, gets credit for the term first computer bug for her discovery of a bug, a moth, between Relay 70 in um, the Mark II. So your trivia questions, D points that out. This was a good trivia night question. This was a good one for trivia night. Who, you could say who coined the term uh, bug for computer bugs? Who coined the term bug first of all, first all, first off? Or even who uh, of the three people who didn't use the term computer bug? I don't know. We could use all kinds of questions around this one. Good point, D. We do have, uh, we do have trivia night coming up the 18th. Remember, it's the 18th now, because we moved it to Wednesday. Is that next week? Yep. Next week. Wow. So this Wednesday, next week, one week away, 7 p.m. East Coast time, we'll be jumping on Trivia Night. Chance to win prizes, chance to do great and wonderful things. And the Internet's doing awful things over here. Bragging rights. Gives you bragging rights. Can get that prize. I know uh, Mike Bro has got a ton of them. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, that's where we're at. That's what we got going. That's your story of the day. Take care of your friends, your family, your coworkers. Take care of each other. Uh, the Bravos will tell you go out and get some. I'll tell you go get some for them. I didn't see them on today. Um, thanks for living through the power outage. The power went out. Couldn't get the initial stream going. So I'm glad you guys are here. Looks like YouTube is doing something funky over there. So I don't know. Anyways, be good. Take care of each other, and we'll see you tomorrow at 7.30, hopefully not in the rainstorm.